Welcome everybody to another edition of Maction on Believe Sports Network. I am your host, Mark Scafidi, former NIU Husky and Akron Zip. We have another pirate flag victory, which I did physically see Saturday night in Evanston. The Miami of Ohio Redhawks brought out the pirate flag and waved it around Evanston as they beat the Northwestern Wildcats to continue the streak of 16 straight years of a MAC team beating a Big Ten team. That streak was in massive jeopardy going into this weekend because of how poor the MAC has been so far this year, and we'll get into that later. But for now, Miami of Ohio goes into Evanston and knocks off the Northwestern Wildcats, 17 to 14. Uh, it was a late field goal. It was on Big Ten Network, so very easy to see for everybody. Graham Nicholson kicked the 36-yarder with 21 seconds left in regulation. Miami of Ohio wins the game, 17-14. Um, it was tied 7-7 at halftime. Uh, most of the action was, you know, late in the in, late in the game. So if you tuned in late after some of the other games had ended, you got a chance to see. Um, most of the game that really kind of mattered. Um, Avion Smith, um, he didn't have a, you know, a monster game, but it didn't matter. Keon Mose, I uh, had a 171 yards, a huge game for the Red Hawks. Give tons of props to him for having a monster game against a Big Ten team. Now, Northwest is a bad Big Ten team. I don't know if they're going to win another game all year, but they're still a big 10 team and you went in there and you rushed, you did everything better than they did for the most part. Uh, Avion Smith filling in for Gabbert uh, only completed uh, seven passes for 62 yards and a touchdown, but it doesn't matter. They won the game and they won it, you know, decidedly at the end. I mean, they got a drive at the end to win it. So tons of, tons of credit to Miami. They deserve this victory. It's a great victory. They moved to two and two on the season. Um, yeah, Chuck Martin after the game, it was funny. He's like, yeah, we probably would have scored more if uh, <laughs> we had Big Ben. Well, Big Ben's not walking through that door anytime soon, whether it's in college or the NFL. Um, but a huge win. His first win over a Big Ten program, a, a giant win for Miami, and, and really only the second meaningful win for the Mac this season. Um, just a big time performance for the Mac to get a win because the rest of the day did not go very well. Um, but the Red Hawks, they look like Mac title contenders. They played Kentucky and they lost, but they played competitive. And then they played Cincinnati who just beat Indiana and they lost there. So their two losses are actually looking real good right now. So, if I'm a Red Hawks fan, I'm thinking me and Kent State, we're going to meet in the MAC championship game um, because you look good. I mean, honestly, the MAC, some teams look really good. And Miami of Ohio should win a lot of games from here on out because you're playing MAC teams the rest of the year. And the MAC teams are not good. So um, congratulations to Miami. You did a phenomenal job. Some other big games yesterday. I want to talk about Kent State. Um, they didn't win the game. Georgia never was in doubt of winning the football game. But Kent State played so well, given the circumstances, given who they were playing. 
They matched Georgia's intensity. They matched Georgia physically. It was so impressive. To, I don't know if I've ever been prouder of a team, MAC team especially, losing as much as I was watching that game yesterday. It was a day game down in Athens. Just a phenomenal performance effort-wise. You didn't give up. You matched Georgia pretty much the entire game in every aspect of, of the game. You just didn't win, and you... You were never really in any danger of, you know, winning the game. Georgia was better. I mean, they're better at every single position. But they they pushed Georgia. They couldn't Georgia couldn't pull away. Georgia didn't get a chance to just wipe out Kent State and put all their backups in. So Sean Lewis, I, I you know, for the I, I you just did an amazing job yesterday of getting your guys ready for the finale of your incredibly hard schedule which you got blown out twice. Technically, you lost by, you know, a lot of points this game, but it didn't feel like a blowout. I mean, you were never, like, on the verge of just getting destroyed. Um, definitely a massive game for Kent State's confidence going into the rest of the season because you're not, I mean, trust, you're not playing anybody like that again the rest of the year. Nobody on the max schedule has anywhere near, near the talent that you just played in the non-conference season. So while you're one in three, I feel good right now about Kent State. I, I mean, at this point, you're looking at them and Miami should run the table until they play each other against the MAC East, and they should, you know, one of those two should be in Detroit for the MAC championship game. I definitely like what I saw from Kent State yesterday. They they played so hard, and it was such a good game to watch, and they could score. I mean, Georgia, yeah, number eighty four McCluskey, I think on Georgia, he had a horrible first half, and he he got benched, but. It doesn't matter. You still played with Georgia. So everything that I saw, I liked from Kent State. Um, there are some other games. Uh, like NIU went into Lexington with their back quarterback. Rocky Lombardi didn't play. NIU stuck it to Kentucky. And they were in the ball game in the fourth quarter. Um, in, um, best game NIU's played all season. Against the best team they're going to play all season. So... Yeah, you didn't win the game either. And you never really were threatening to win. Like, NIU was never, I mean, they were winning 7 nothing, but it never felt like NIU was going to win the game. But you messed around with Kentucky enough to where they struggled. And you pushed them late in the game. NIU had a chance to tie it late in the game. They were in it in the fourth quarter against a better Kentucky team who has better talent, an NFL quarterback, four NFL wide receivers on that roster. And it was a close game. They only lost by eight points. So you don't like NIU's record. You don't like how they give up points. You know, they gave up almost exactly what they normally give up. They gave up 31. They averaged 34. So the defense, once again, just got eaten apart by big play after big play after big play. Uh, Will Levis, 303 yards for Kentucky, four touchdowns. I mean, he had a huge game. Um, but you're going to do that against NIU. They're, they gave up massive plays left and right. But... That was the best game NIU's played all season. Um, unfortunately, their record is abysmal at 1-3 going into the regular season, conference season. Um, Central Michigan at Penn State. This one was actually tied 14-14 for a while. Penn State, again, pulled away in the um, you know late second half. They, they shut out Central Michigan. So they were in no real danger of losing late in the game. But Central Michigan played hard in the first half and kept it close. And you got to like what you saw from Central. 
but in the second half, Penn State pulled away and just pulled, you know, and won. Um, Bowling Green, they were at Mississippi State. Um, this was never close. Mississippi State just annihilated them. So not much to talk about here. Positive for Bowling Green. Uh, 45-14 was the score. That was pretty awful. Um, especially coming off of the Marshall. But I, I didn't really think beating Marshall was going to translate to the rest of the year for them. That was Marshall just laying an egg against Bowling Green and, you know, being the biggest disappointment of the season, I think, in college football. Um, and then we have our own massive disappointment in the MAC. So, you know, the biggest lay egg layer of the year for the MAC is easily going to be Eastern Michigan because they just dominated ASU, who did get wiped out late last night against Utah. So the idea that they got their coach fired on purpose looks a lot more realistic um, based on what Eastern Michigan did, getting throttled and beat badly by Buffalo, who had zero wins going into the game. Eastern Michigan just dominated a Pac-12 team and turns around and gets crushed by Buffalo. So does that, it's almost exactly what Marshall did. One week you had the biggest win, you beat Notre Dame, and the Eastern Michigan beats ASU and turns around and gets beat bad by Buffalo, a MAC team. So I don't know what to make of Eastern Michigan. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say because they looked so good and then they looked so bad against a, on a winless team. Who knows what to, what to think of them? Um, but that that's a mystery. You know, I don't I don't get that. Ohio, fifty nine, Fordham. This was this this was an embarrassing loss. It should have been an embarrassing loss for the Bobcats. They should be one and three. I mean, they're two and two. Fordham was winning late in the game, really late in the game. Um, Ohio squeaked out a victory against a FCS team. This is nothing impressive for Ohio. Nothing they've done so far this year looks great. Um, I don't know. I mean, that, that that didn't look amazing at all. Ohio, don't be nothing to be proud of with that win. Toledo on the road against San Diego State. Uh, Toledo, they lost. Uh, I mean, they lost the game. Um, their quarterback, Daquan Finn, gets hurt early in the game. Toledo doesn't have any life in the first half, it looks like. Uh, and then Daquan it leaves the game with an injury, and he looked bad. You're like, wow, that didn't look right. Uh, Tucker Gleason uh, came in, didn't really do anything for the Rockets, uh, went one for six. And then Daquan Finn comes back in. I don't know, like, wow. What does he take, like the magic energy pill or the make-me-better pill? And he comes in, and he's got the Rockets ready and poised for the takedown of the Aztecs. Um, and it just kind of fell apart in the fourth quarter for Toledo. Um, Toledo outscored him 14-7. to I mean, If you watch the game, um, you kind of thought Toledo was going to win this game at the end. But it didn't happen. Um, but at, watching the game, and I watched the entire fourth quarter, it definitely felt like Toledo was going to win that game and looked like they were going to come off the Ohio State loss and, and rebound. And San Diego State, who does not look good themselves um, at all this year, they squeaked out a victory at home in their new stadium. So give the Aztecs credit. It was a, a tough loss for Toledo because that's a long ride back to Ohio. Um, and they suffered, a, you know, they're on a two-game losing streak now. Uh, next up, Akron at Liberty. Akron's looked not phenomenal all season. 
Um, Liberty, they're three and one now. Uh, it was a nice crowd at Liberty in case it was almost sold out. I, if it wasn't, it was pretty close. Um, Akron was in the game. Their offense is not <laughs> not very good. But coming off the two huge blowout losses the last couple weeks, this game they were in. And they 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 could have, in theory, they could have won the game. Um, definitely an improvement. Now, your competition got a lot worse, which also is why you were in the game. But Akron was in the game. They couldn't quite get over the hump. But an improvement for Akron, the offense just doesn't look great. Um, it's just, it, it doesn't look like, you know, it doesn't, it's not a smooth machine offensively. Um, another disappointment for the Mac, Ball State at Georgia Southern. This one, Ball State falls at Georgia Southern, 34 to 23. Uh, Georgia Southern is the team that just beat Nebraska a couple weeks ago and got Scott Frost fired. So this one, I don't know. It, it's kind of, kind of not surprising, but also kind of surprising. Ball State could have won the game, but they were kind of down most of the game. So I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's a Sun Belt team. The Sun Belt's a better conference right now, and I'll talk about that in a second. Um, Miami, Ohio, we already did that one. That's an awesome win. Pirate ship, pirate flag, sporting all over Evanston. Western Michigan, late, late night at San Jose State. This one was ugly. It's 34-6. Nothing positive to talk about at all for Western Michigan, so we'll just get rid of that. Um, overall, the, the Max having an atrocious season. And, I, you know, I, it's easy to say because we're playing teams that are um, – better than the Mac teams, which is true. I mean, they're playing power five teams, but at the same time, the Mac is the worst of the all conferences. They have eight, eight of the 12 teams have records of one in three. Nobody is above 500 in the Mac. That's four teams at two and two. That's the highlight of the Mac season right now. So just for comparison's sake, you know, we're not going to compare it to the SEC. That's that's ridiculous to compare that. But let's go to Conference USA, who is the second worst probably conference in the country right now. They currently have one, two, three teams with with one win. The MAC has eight with one win. Eight. Conference USA is not is considered bad. They have one team at three and one. Nobody in the MAC has three wins. Middle Tennessee, amazing victory last night over Miami, and they beat Colorado the week before that. Um, UAB Blazers, 2-1-1. So the, the idea that some people say, well, they're playing only good teams. Well, these other conferences are playing the same kind of teams, but they're not losing at the same pace of the MAC. The MAC has been brutal overall this year. Uh, I mean, eight out of the 12 have are one in three. So it's not white, you know, fair to say they're only playing power fives. The Sunbelt Conference, probably considered the best conference um, of the group of five right now. Maybe, I don't know, if you, I think they're even better than the American. They have two teams. Two teams total. They have 14 teams. Two teams total with losing records. Georgia State 0-4 and Arkansas State 1-3. Two out of 14 have losing records. Two. So 
in in an anomaly of a season, the Mac is atrociously bad for their own standards of recent years and compared to the other group of fives. The Mac has been that terrible this season. So other people are saying, well, you know, the Mac isn't that bad. No, they're that bad. They I just wanna I don't want to sugarcoat how awful the season's been for the Mac. It has been two quality wins, and that's it. Arizona State, who might not win another game, and Northwestern, who might not win another game too. Those are the best two wins of the MAC season. Two Power 5 teams that might not win another game all year. But, you know, I don't care how we got those wins, but that's it. Nobody else has done anything <laughs> to, to justify, um, basically, you know, any respect. And when eight out of your... 12 teams are one in three. There's going to be a lot of six and six records in the Mac this year. Um, just saying. So the, the non-conference for the most part is over. Um, there's still two more games at least. Uh, Cause I know UMass is coming up and they're awful, but um, it's going to get there. The wins will come now for the better Mac teams. The, the bad Mac teams are still going to keep losing. Um, but eventually, now you're playing each other, so there's going to be more wins coming. Next Saturday, um, there, there's one in three games all over the place. So some of these teams, basically, their season is going to be buried in two weeks. They'll be one in five. And you're just not going to recover from that, most likely. Because at seven losses, your season's over. Um, that's how close, you know, because all these non-conference games went so poorly for the MAC that these three-loss three, three teams are going to have four losses next week. Some are going to get five real quick. Um, and to get six, to get to a bowl game, you need six, you can only get really six losses because everybody with six wins in the country now goes to a game. It's basically guaranteed. So, um, some of these teams are going to struggle to get six wins this year. Uh, next week, ESPN, a lot of ESPN plus games now too. So it's going to be, you better have the ESPN plus or be, go to one of the European sites and stream, um, Northern Illinois at ball state. I, you know, they play for a trophy. I don't really think they're rivals. They play for some cornstalk trophy. I don't, you know, I don't know if they're really rivals or not, but um, I don't know. It, it's, they play for a trophy. So um, there will be a trophy at this game. Uh, Northern Illinois is one and three. Ball State's one and three. This is a key game for both, really. The loser of this is one and four. <laughs> so one and four. The advantage I think NIU has is Rocky Lombardi's coming back. If they can take anything that they just did against Kentucky, play the same exact way at Indiana, in Indiana and Muncie next week, NIU should win the game. Um, but nothing is consistent with NIU. Ball State can easily, easily win the game if NIU is unmotivated, if they're not focused, if the defense doesn't show up. Ball State can win this game just as easily. So it's a three-point, three-and-a-half-point favorite. Right now, game could go either way, honestly. It depends on which NIU team shows up. If the one that showed up against Kentucky, NIU is going to win the game. If the one that shows up against Eastern Illinois or Vanderbilt, then Ball State can win the game. You never know. Another head-scratcher, UMass at Eastern Michigan. UMass is terrible, so you never want to say this game's in jeopardy. But Eastern Michigan just lost to Buffalo after dominating Arizona State. This is a 20-point favorite, also an ESPN+. 20-point favorite for the Eagles. You got, I want to pick Eastern Michigan, and I think they're going to win the game because UMass is that bad. But at the same time, what if they 
played like they did against Buffalo. You never know. But I'm going to go Eastern Michigan on this one simply because they're playing UMass. That's the only reason. And that's it. I have no other reasoning to think anything other than that. You're playing a much worse team, so I'm going to go with Eastern Michigan. NFL Network, which is broadcasting college games. I get it. It makes sense. People watch them. Uh, Central Michigan and Toledo. Toledo's coming off two straight losses. This is in the glass bowl in Toledo. Seven-point favorites for the Rockets. Central Michigan, if they lose this game, that's what I mean. This is so peril. Like, they're going to be one and four. Your season's on the brink of irrelevancy at one and four. That's like, you got four losses. You can only afford two more for the rest of the entire year. So this is an important game for Central Michigan. Less important for Toledo if you're going to get it to six wins. Um, I like the way Toledo plays. They're consistent. Central Michigan also plays well at, at times. They just haven't been able to finish games. But I think Toledo's a better team overall. I'm going to go with Toledo, but it's going to be close because Central Michigan can match Toledo I don't know if they'll do it for four quarters. Um, this one is, uh, I, I really, I, I guess I'm going to have to go, this one, it, Bowling Green at Akron. Based on the fact that Bowling Green beat Marshall, and uh, but I've seen nothing outside of that game from Bowling Green that is worth anything. And I've seen very little out of Akron to make you think they're going to win another game all year. But this is the game right here. Like This is the game that Akron can win. They're going to win a second game this year. It's probably going to be this one. And I have no idea which Bowling Green team will show up. The one that's horrible or the one that somehow surprised Marshall. I have no idea. Bowling Green's a six-point favorite. I'm going to go with Bowling Green simply because they have a higher ceiling, I think, than Akron does. But I have no idea. I'm going to go with Bowling Green. But this is Akron's opportunity to win that second game. Miami of Ohio... Um, that was on ESPN Plus too. Miami, Ohio, ESPN Plus. So these games all suck on ESPN Plus. That is one of the worst channels you can play on. And the entire schedule for the most part is ESPN Plus Saturday. Miami, Ohio at Buffalo. It says Buffalo is a one-point favorite. I don't get it. I don't understand that at all. Uh, maybe it's going to snow. I have no idea. What, what the reasoning behind Buffalo being favored in this game is, I don't know. Um... But I like Miami of Ohio. I like what they did against Northwestern. I like the, the, the competition they've played, and they played well at times. I'm going to go with the Red Hawks, a slight underdog on this one, um, over Buffalo, at Buffalo. Ohio at Kent State, also an ESPN Plus Saturday. It's, yeah, ESPN Plus is terrible unless you have a, unless you have a subscription. Um, you know, you can borrow you can borrow somebody else's if you don't have it too. Everybody somebody who has Disney Plus, you can borrow theirs. It's pretty easy to log in. Uh, Ohio, I don't like really a lot of stuff they do. Um, Kent State, yeah, the record is terrible, one and three, but I think they're gonna get that second win this week against Ohio. If they don't, I don't know. It'll be a total shock if Kent State does not play well and play fast, and really they should win this game. This is their game at home. A winnable game at home against an FBS team. Seven-point favorites for Kent, but I think they can win this game by a lot more. As long as they play like they did against Georgia. Just basically do everything the same. And you, Kent State should win the game. ESPN3, the easy channel to watch. It's New Hampshire versus Western Michigan. 
I don't know. New Hampshire's three and one, so they're a good FCS team. And Western Michigan just got just blown out by San Jose State. I don't know. I you know I don't know what to, I don't know what to, I don't know what to say. It's an FCS game. You're supposed to win the game. That's all. I, really, all I have to say. You should win the game. That doesn't mean you will. As Ohio just found out, you barely almost lost. As two other MAC teams have found out, they should win the game. Um, but that is next Saturday. There's some of these teams are their season's going to be on the brink because they're going to get that fourth loss. <laughs> guaranteed, you're guaranteed. Some of these teams are going to have a fourth loss next week. That's the problem when you have a one and three non-conference. You know, you're you're two bad games away from being five losses. And at five losses, gosh, you are pretty much eliminated from almost bowl contention at that point. Yeah, you could still get it. You have one more opportunity to, to lose, but you've got to make every game count now if you're in the MAC because the goal is to get six wins. I mean, MAC champs are great, but the goal from here on out for everybody is to get six wins because the MAC champion doesn't go to a much better bowl game than the team that just gets six wins. They're pretty much all playing in that first Saturday. I mean, I've seen the bowl schedule. They're all playing really like in the same. Now, where you're playing might change. But, yeah, if you don't get to Detroit, just make sure you get six wins. That's the goal at this point. And there's a lot of work to do for everybody to get to six wins. Basically, eight of the schools need five. Five. <laughs> they have eight chances to get five wins. So it's going to be rough for some of them. Um, but come back next week. We don't have any more blowouts to talk about. Well, we, we, we still might still have some blowouts. We don't have any more atrocious non-conference records to go through. That's over. For the most part, that is over, uh, which is good because that did not go well at all. The MAC is easily the worst conference in America. There was a bottom 25 on CBS last week. The MAC had eight of the bottom 25, which is honestly understandable. You got eight teams now with one win. You should really have like the top 15. Bottom 15 should be in... The eight of them, the Mac should own eight of the top, the worst 15. So, um, there's going to be a lot of wins coming for the good teams, though, because you're playing each other and it will, uh, it'll get exciting now in conference play. But yeah, let's the Mac, the Mac not conference season is gone. That did not, did not go well for almost anybody except Eastern Michigan. And we'll go, give Miami, Ohio their props. They both got big power five wins. Everybody else, it was pretty bad. Pretty pretty awful. Um, come back next week. We will break down the big games or any upsets uh, here on Believe. Um, I'm your host, Mark Scafidi, and I will see everybody next week. Enjoy the games, and I'll see you then. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.